Shameless Media. if someone's having an affair, if their money is a little suspicious, or if the rumours about their family are true. We think everybody is carrying around a secret. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. Producer Eilish Gilligan is sitting beside me. Hi, Eilish. Hi. And opposite me today is my co-host, Gemma Watts. Hi. Did you like my dramatic pause? <laughs> there weren't long pauses, but I went, Gemma Watts. Yeah, I loved <laughs> yeah. it. I've never felt more like a producer on Kids WB. <laughs> I give kids WB if I do say so myself. Mm. I love it. Gemma, as always, we are going to kick off the show by playing a game. Mm. This game is called 50-50. Here is how it works. In this envelope, you've put in a one-line description of a true story of yours. Our producers have put in a completely made-up story title too, which none of us in this pod studio have seen. Then you will pick one at random. Hence the name 50-50. You've got a 50% chance of getting your own story and telling us the truth and a 50% chance you'll have to riff on the spot and convince us of a lie. This is taking me back to theatre sports. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to open this. I've done it. I've opened it. That's how I, yeah, I can't open an envelope to save myself. So you're going to have to like really get in there to pick one. Okay. Here we go. I won a local restaurant's all-you-can-eat parmigiana competition. I was nine years old. My record still stands two decades on. I did not have Invisalign at the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you ate it pretty quick. How quick did it take? Oh, it was a massive, massive parma. I think I finished it. I've forgotten the seconds, but it was like six minutes, 40-something. That's pretty quick. For a nine-year-old, it's not bad. Yeah. I would like you to take us back to the day. Yeah. Okay. So we were in Warrnambool. Mm -hmm. I've got family in Warrnambool. We were down for – it was a family birthday. It was like one of my auntie's 40ths or something. Mm -hmm. We had time to kill during the day. So we went to a local pub that we actually went back to recently. I'm derailing this, but you know when you go back to a pub that used to be just like a corner pub and then you go back and mm-hmm. it's a full zagamis? Yeah. <laughs> like pumping in yeah. there. So that what's this happened. pub called? Oh, I don't know. It's something about a rooster. Okay. Something like that. But now it's a zagamis. Um, I've always been, and this will shock you, a bit of a show off. <laughs> and they had, we got there and there was sort of like, not a stage, but sort of a platform set up. Mm-hmm. And nine-year-old Gemma is like, I want to be on that. <laughs> what do I need to do to get yeah. on that stage? And mum and dad were like, no, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. And then I was sooking, sooky Lala. And then my uncle Barry and my uncle Michael and my uncle Jared were like, <laughs> No, she's going to do it. They were like, all right, let's go for it. And Bruce and Jill are like, don't do this. Don't do this. And they're like, too late. They signed me up. I think there was a registration fee of sorts. 
Then I cracked the shits again because everyone was having their food and they were like, well, you can't eat until the competition starts. And I'm like, but I want chips. <laughs> I want ice cream. And they're like, no, 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 you've committed. Mum and dad have always been very like, you can, with jobs, they're like, do whatever you want, but just commit. Yeah. Like if you want to work in retail, if you want to be a CEO, be good at it. Just mm-hmm. enjoy it. So they kind of got a little pep talk from them. And then I went up there. There was probably only four other people. And how old were all the other contestants? Because I always imagined there was some sort of age limit on, mm. on these sorts of competitions. You would think. Nine I don't know. Years old. Yeah. Well, the, one of them was my Uncle Barry. Um, <laughs> He's like, you've got competition. <laughs> yeah. So I think he... I don't know. I, to this day, I don't know if he let me win. And then there would have been three others. There was one other woman who would have been... I'm trying to work out if this is my memory or just from seeing VHSs because my dad was a notorious, like, <laughs> film everything. Are you guys old enough to know what a VHS is? Oh, yes, I do know what that is. Good. <laughs> yeah, there would have been a woman maybe in you know, her 20s and then two other sort of middle-aged blokes. They may have let me win in okay. retrospect, but... I mean, the record hasn't been broken, so... Did you but say six minutes for a whole Palmer? For a whole Palmer? Yeah. They had showed me... It wasn't Little Rascals, but there was a film where they had done a hot dog eating competition. It was in that genre. And I saw how you have, like, water and you put it in your mouth and then chew and then soften it. And so I <laughs> oh, really so you're a real strate- strategy. Okay, wow. okay. Because that's fast. Yeah. That is really fast. I'm a notoriously slow eater, though, so I'm oh, like, maybe I'm people not. can... Because I want to chat more, so I shove the food down and then I'm like, right, you're all eating. Let me be the star. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And that hasn't wavered in over two decades. I have nothing to back up my gut right now. Yeah. I think my gut is saying that maybe this is a lie. Mm-hmm. I've just never heard of a nine-year-old participating in a food eating competition. It was the first time for everything. I'm really stuck. So was it a parma and chips? No, just the parma. <laughs> just the parma. Oh, just okay. The parma. okay. See, that's interesting. That does clarify things a little bit. I don't know how exactly. Just the parma. Just the parma. Prize was a, I think, like a $25 bistro voucher. Okay. <laughs> Which is not helpful because we were going back to Melbourne the next day. <laughs> and your uncle, where did he place? Second. Second. Yeah. Okay. I've never let him live it down. So if this is true, will we be able to get our hands on that footage? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but then we would have to, conv- which we have so many home videos <laughs> and we're like, we've got to put these on. I mean, for a time it was a DVD and now that's redundant as well. But yes. Okay. Everything is meticulously catalogued at the Watts household. You're doing an awfully convincing job of telling this story. You told it in great detail. Thank you. You've maybe convinced me that it's true. But then going back to my gut, maybe I'm just indecisive. (laughs) Eilish, what's your gut telling you? My gut is telling me that I don't think a child could finish a palmer in six minutes. I'm sorry. I just don't think it's possible. (laughs) How big was the palmer? Give us a measurement with your hands. Okay, so I'm trying to picture the dinner plate. (laughs) And then remove side, remove side. Probably like big but thin. Actually, you've. Okay. I actually think that's possible. Without sides, I think I was picturing this whole story with sides. You having to no sides, consume all the sides. No sides. Large palmer, thin palmer. Thin palmer okay. in six minutes with no talking. No, 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 no. I reckon this is true. Okay. Eilish, take a guess. I think this is a lie. Give us the answer, please. Yeah, no, that all of that was a lie. No! I do have family in Warrnambool. My uncle's names are, remain the same. <laughs> that felt true to me. Thank you. <laughs> that was incredible. The detail, I think, 
See, when I thought I've you watched were... a lot of Would I Lie to You. Yes, you did say that off yeah. mic before. When you were telling the story and I was thinking maybe it was a lie, I thought maybe you had drawn like every other detail, like everything else was true except for the Palmer thing. So the mm. pub, was that existing that you were thinking of the pub oh, that it... you grew up with? Nope. No, wow. that was a lie too. Nah, I remember that the Matthew Flinders in Chadston, it was a Zagami's, now it's a Matthew Flinders. I'm just thinking family, family, family. Yeah, no, none of that is correct. How badly do you want a Palmer now? <laughs> I know. That's all I can think about. Or Palmy for some mm. of our listeners. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why people get upset about that. Two things can be true. In Victoria, yes, it's a Palmer, but in other places, it's a Palmy. That's exactly. fine. Mm-hmm. Or Palm, Parmigiana, as the, <laughs> as the Italians say. <laughs> it is time we hear today's secret, which producer Eilish will read out for us. Thank you, Eilish. Thanks, Annabelle. Today's secret comes from Sarah. Hi, guys. I want to tell you a story about a friend of mine. Let's call her Sammy. Back in 2021, I rented an apartment and was letting Sammy live with me rent-free as she was having a really hard time. I wanted to help her out, so I said to her, all I really need from you is to occasionally help with the groceries. For context, I was working full-time in retail and she was working about two days a week in hospitality. However, this wasn't our long-term play. We both wanted to become actors and were trying really hard to crack into the industry. We bonded a heap over how tough a career path it is, but it got complicated at times. As I'm sure you can imagine, it's really common in the industry to be rejected from roles. Sammy really struggled with rejection and would tend to get jealous pretty easily. For example, if I ever landed a role that she auditioned for, she would ignore me for a few days, then act like nothing at all happened. I figured it was always a bit of a red flag, but I didn't think too much of it at the time. It was around this time that we both auditioned for a role in a new Netflix show. Get it. We both got through to the final callbacks, and then I heard nothing. With that in mind, I assumed neither of us got the role. A few weeks later, she told me she got promoted at work and would now be working more. She's lying. However, she said she was still worried about paying rent, so I told her we could reevaluate the issue later. Eventually, it got to the point where I was not really getting anywhere with any career path I was on. It wasn't working in retail, and the acting thing was getting really hard. I decided to chase another dream of mine and go to Europe. Ten months later, I was there. I continued to pay rent while I was away, while Sammy still lived in the apartment. However, halfway through my trip, I got a call from my sister. Uh oh. She asked me why I did not tell her Sammy was in a new Netflix show. I was floored. I had absolutely no idea Sammy was in the show and it was even weirder because I had been talking to her while I was away and she didn't mention it. Something did not sit right with me. I decided to scroll through my past call logs and found a call from a casting agency I did not (gasps) remember taking. As I had accidentally left my phone at home that day, so I called the agency. I'm going to (laughs) faint. Please don't, we need you on this episode. Okay. (laughs) I called the agency and spoke to a representative to ask what the call was regarding all those months ago. She's done a school of rock. (laughs) And this is Mr. Schneebly. (laughs) 
it turns out they had actually offered me the role no. and that I had declined the job. <gasps> I can't breathe. Apparently, my profile was removed from the agency as they were told I, quote, no longer wanted to be an actor. After that, I did some more investigating and found that all my headshots and showreels had been deleted from my cloud and all my saved folders. Fuck. What? All my work was gone. Oh, oh no. Maybe I will faint as well. <laughs> we need both of you. <laughs> Once I found this out, I went to talk to my friend about it, but she was screening my calls. I was halfway across the world and there was nothing else I could do but try to call her. When I returned home three weeks later, all of her stuff was out of my apartment and no one knew how to get in contact with her. (laughs) I like to believe that I worked hard to get where I am and I like to believe I am a kind person, but I really do not know how to feel about this entire situation other than feeling like my dreams were ripped out from underneath me. A week ago, I got a message from an unknown number, spoiler, it was her, asking to go and get coffee. Part of me really wants to meet up with her and just ask her why she lied about so many things. But another part of me just wants to politely decline and never talk to her again. You know what Sammy's done? She's dyed her hair. She's now in (laughs) I am shooketh to my core. How on earth did Sammy think that she could do this and just get away with it? She almost did. She she did. Yeah, she I I wanna know what this Netflix show is. It's all I can think about. (laughs) Who is this person? I want the real name, but alas, it's all anonymous here. I do understand. (laughs) What's having integrity like? I understand the confusion from Sarah's part about wanting to meet up with her, but also wanting to have her completely out of her life forever. Like, I I would want to know answers too. So, So I am, with like, with breakups and stuff, I don't believe in closure. I don't really believe that it's a thing. I don't think it helps. With this, I want to know. No, I want to know all the little details. I want to know also how Sammy chooses to justify her behavior. Yeah. I want to know how she decides to approach this because, my God, it better be good. She's not a good person. She, yeah, sorry, Sammy, oh. if you're listening, but... Oh. Oh, you're so sweet for apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> it's objectively bad. When you were reading it and, oh, okay, yeah, you know, she's struggling. She gets very jealous. These are forgivable things. Not the rest of it. When you clocked that Sammy had turned down the offer on mm. Sarah's behalf, you did it earlier than I did. I was a bit like, what the fuck is going on still? Yeah, I watch a bit of School of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gemma, there is so much to get through, of course, as always, but this one is particularly tricky. We will do all of that, though, right after the break. Okay, the break is over. (laughs) It's time to talk about this whirlwind of a story. Listeners, we've just been sitting in silence with our jaws on the ground. (laughs) I don't know what to make of this. I think this is like 
the most interesting example of friendship betrayal I have ever heard. I mm. completely agree. I completely agree. I, I want to see this made into a Netflix show. Yes. Sarah can be the star of it. Bada bing, bada boom, she's an actress. I would also love to know the name of the Netflix show, but alas, we don't know that. Sorry, yeah. I, I, will, I will move on from that point. Do you have an example of friendship betrayal in your own life that is anywhere near as intense as this? I don't even have a minor example of friendship betrayal. My friends are amazing. <laughs> I, have, I, I tell them that I love them and appreciate them all the time, but oh my God, I just want to call them all now and say, thank you for not doing this to me. <laughs> The rent, living rent-free detail mm. in The Secret was the thing that piqued my interest to begin I, I with. I thought that's where it was going and like, yeah. oh, and then, and she still hasn't paid rent. Do I kick her out? That was <laughs> not what it was. It went so different after that. I wonder though if you think that was like the first example of Sammy's manipulation. Probably. Probably. I think when you catch someone out in a lie, particularly when it's this big, Chances are it wasn't the first time. It's just the first time you've caught them. I'm also just like intrigued by the fact that Sarah let Sammy stay there rent free for so long, even after she went to Europe, which can be very expensive. And I get that being a good friend is having yourself there available for them to lean on if you're in financial trouble. But I do think the fact that Sarah had all these niggling gut feelings, like when she said... However, halfway through my trip, I got a call from my sister and she goes on to say, like, something didn't sit right with me. So I decided to scroll through my website and everything. Like, that seems like a bit of a leap to make, which makes me think that she kind of had her suspicions to begin with. Yes. Yes. What I take from this is Sarah is not a very confrontational person. If I had suspicions, although actually it's a hard thing because if it's something you're sus on, you don't want to bring that up in case you're incorrect and then fracture the friendship Mm. beyond repair. With the, the rent stuff... That I wouldn't have had a problem with saying, hi, life is expensive. Literally being alive is expensive. I think it's time we kind of reevaluate the rental agreement. That I would not have had a problem bringing up. However, I know not everyone is Gemma Watts, which is probably for the best. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you on the rent thing. I do think, I mean, it is tough that Sammy at the start is unable to afford paying rent, but also they are in quite similar situations in that they're both pursuing this acting thing that can be quite hard to, you know, gain financial stability from. Mad respect. I was going to say mad respect for both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Less so now than at the beginning of the letter. (laughs) Do you think that any of this has to do with jealousy? Because I... Do yeah. I can picture being in the same industry as your best friend in quite a tough industry. Yeah. Of course, I'm not excusing any of this behavior. Sammy, girl, what are you doing? Mm. But I, it's like, okay, she's probably jealous of Sarah, right? I think so. Not to seem all holier than thou. I am just such a big believer that there is room for everyone to succeed. So mm. I don't really experience jealousy which i gotta tell you it's a bloody good way to live that's got to be what it is but Mm. also is there an element of sammy is a compulsive liar yes there's definitely something deeper going on yeah this is not just run-of-the-mill jealousy this is something else yeah on jealousy still though have you ever had a friend express that kind of jealousy towards you yeah i've had friends say that to me but not in a Not in a way that felt spiteful, just friends who have, you know, found it harder to find steady income, who perhaps have had a difficult road with romantic relationships, who have expressed, and I feel no, um, like it doesn't bother me in the slightest, who have just said it can be really hard to listen to people like myself who are in a 
really stable relationship and are loving where they're at professionally that it can be really hard but I don't know that that's jealousy necessarily although I'm not sure what the other word for it would be but there's never been any spite or any malice that's yes. kind of laced when they've said that and the fact that that was openly communicated to you again I have amazing to be friends. a healthy yeah. Yeah, dynamic I want to talk to you about the thing I mentioned before where I was like oh, the fact that Sarah went to her website straight after receiving mm. this call from her sister. Mm. Huge leap to make. What do we think happened there? Because I wasn't following along when you realised what had happened. I yeah. was still like, what the fuck is happening? Okay, well, on the website thing, her profile was removed from the agency's website. I have a manager for my MCing jobs. I wouldn't notice. Right. Absolutely I- wouldn't notice. I would notice if the jobs stopped coming. <laughs> if you were kind of in a point of your career where there are large gaps in between jobs... I don't think you would notice. What's confusing for me, though, is that it was just this one call where Sammy was pretending to be Sarah, right? Yeah. Where she said, I don't want to be an actor anymore. That was what instigated her page being taken off I the mean, site. Sammy, like, how you must be a pretty so good quickly? voice actor. Yeah, like, I'm just like, that doesn't really add up to me, but I don't know how else to reckon no. with that in my brain. Because like, there would be, I, I mean, there would be a contract yeah, that you would have to leave if you were leaving the agency. Totally. But- so do we think... Sarah should confront Sammy. I mean, we can't say definitively if anything is the correct advice, but I think she should. For the plot, But yes. I also, I mean, what does Sarah lose mm. from sitting down with Sammy? Sarah potentially loses this firm feeling that Sammy did do something wrong. What if Sammy oh. is a master manipulator? Oh, which she probably, probably is. What an interesting point. And has found a way to justify all of this. I don't know how she would. Oh, I hope Sarah is tough yes i hope (laughs) that if that happens sarah can say no you are a liar just give it to me straight sammy sucks yeah i just reckon she's probably going to be good at manipulating sarah out of believing she did something wrong i also want to ask what does sarah stand to gain if she meets up with sammy that she can send you guys an email (laughs) (laughs) we stand to gain (laughs) i think because there is so much ambiguity here well i don't know there's no ambiguity in the fact that Sammy definitely did this. It seems yeah. like she definitely did this. Yeah. But I reckon there'd be some sense of relief and also like, yes, I was right. If you meet up with Sammy and it's very clear that she did this. Yeah. Maybe as I'm saying this, I'm like, perhaps there isn't much to gain. There's probably not other than content, um, mm. which <laughs> is a real motivator for me. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I would just want to know. Curiosity would get the better of me. I hope, you know what? I was going to say I hope Sarah's got good friends around her. Sarah's got a sister that's onto it. So I would hope if Sarah does sit down with Sammy and Sammy lies to her face, at least Sarah's sister will be like, bitch, she is lying to you. Yeah. Maybe she'll say it nicely. (laughs) (laughs) I have changed my mind, Gemma Mm -hmm. and Eilish. I think that perhaps... Sarah should set it free Probably. and that Sammy won't provide her with anything more than confirmation of what Sarah already knows. I think you're right. However, selfishly, I just wanted to do it. I'm just a bit of a YOLO operator. <laughs> I just, uh, just. <sighs> do you think that Sammy could ever say anything that could fix this situation with Sarah? If she were talking to me, no. If she were talking to Sarah, who may be a little more forgiving than Miss Gemma, <laughs> perhaps. 
Spanner, what if Sammy isn't trying to manipulate Sarah in this coffee date? Like, what if she has, but she comes clean and is like, I'm so sorry. This was like an incredible lapse of judgment. I need to do some excavating and I need to see a psych or something. I need to figure out what this is. I do want to be a good friend to you in the future. I want to be a better person. What happens? I, well, she certainly does need to speak to a professional. I think that almost goes without saying. Mm. But I think if I were Sarah, hearing that honesty, I would be able to say, okay, thank you for letting me know. Unfortunately, I can't be friends with you however I wish you the best I appreciate and accept the apology but this is I mean this must have hurt Sarah beyond damaging her career this must hurt to have a friend do this to you so Mm. I just I yeah I think it's possible to say okay thank you for sharing this is not a healthy (laughs) friendship yes Sarah's been hurt in far more ways than one like financially totally career-wise all of that sort of stuff I agree with you I think I would forgive maybe i yeah i think i would forgive sammy but i would put myself first and i would move on but also that kind of honesty would be the closest thing for me that would maybe even like have me consider forgiving and keeping sammy in my life yeah if someone was that honest (laughs) (laughs) what would you do well i think that in that scenario, in the scenario that Sammy is really apologetic and trying to change, I am maybe a little bit harsh, but the only one who stands to benefit from receiving an apology is Sammy. Absolutely. Agreed. If that makes sense. Yeah. So Sarah really stands to gain absolutely nothing from meeting up with Sammy, no matter what Sammy says. I can't imagine a scenario where Sammy has something constructive to say to Sarah. Yeah, constructive is a really good word for it. Yeah. I think this is too far gone. Mm. But again, what does Sarah stand to gain to sit there having a coffee and listening to Sammy be like, yeah. I'm so sorry, I was crazy. What does that do to Sarah? It just relives this like awful situation. Mm. In the same way that we've said there are plenty more fish in the sea, there are so many incredible humans out there that you can be friends with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean. And also on that note, there are so many incredible humans for Sammy if she does decide to fix the things yeah. in her personality that have led to this. Yeah, this <laughs> She is, can find great friends mm, moving forward. To me, this is a friendship that sadly, because it is a loss, I would compare it to a breakup, it is the loss of a relationship, but I don't think this can be repairing. And honestly... I don't think it's worth repairing. Mm. Yes, Sarah, don't meet up this with her. This is a roller coaster. A roller coaster. But again, and as always, thank you, Sarah, yeah. for, for sharing this with us. I'm so yeah. sorry this happened oh, to so you. Oh, so am I. Oh, Sarah. I'm like, how do I segue out of this? Oh, so- <laughs> Sarah, that sucks for you. Um, anyways. I guess that shall be my segue. Guys, that is all we have time for today on Everybody Has a Secret Gemma, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a wild ride. Yeah. Eilish, thank you as well for all your work producing the show. Everybody Has a Secret is executive produced by Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald and audio produced by me, your host, Annabelle Lee. To those at home listening, thank you for supporting the show. This is our final episode for season three, but we will be back for season four. So if you have a secret you're itching to spill and want to have it featured on the show, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at everybodyhasasecretpod and on TikTok at everybodyhasasecret. Bye!
podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello guys, Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Style-ish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through. It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse, if you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.